Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the book of James with this message entitled, How to Control Our Speech, preached November the 10th, 2013. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to James chapter 3, verse 1. We are speaking about tongue control. Friends, in a culture of moral relativism, a lie is becoming the norm. You watch your kids speaking. You see, you hear lie. The devil is a liar. He is the father of all lies. He lied to Adam and Eve, and they all and their descendants became liars. The Bible says, let God be true and all men liars. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Friends, the liar violates God's law, which says, thou shalt not bear false witness to your neighbor. Only one person in the history of all the world never sinned with his tongue or lied he was Jesus Christ and so we read in 1st Peter chapter 2 he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth point number one a warning in James 3 Verses 1 and 2, Pastor James gives a serious warning, especially to believers in Jesus. And he says, don't many become teachers, that is rabbis. Rabbi means my great one. Remember in the first century... When few people could read, Rabbi received great honor and honorarium. They enjoyed prestige and status. One's duty to help a Rabbi exceeded even one's duty to help one's family, one's parents. These teachers exerted great influence. The Marxist professors today exert great influence upon students, turning them atheists and hedonists and liars. Professors of liberal seminaries train students to become ministers of churches to oppose the Bible And blaspheme our Lord Jesus Christ. Pastors who refuse to preach the gospel are the worst abusers of tongue. In hell they shall receive many blows. And we read Luke 12, that servant who knows his master's will and does not get ready or does not do what his master wants will be beaten with many blows. James wants them 
Don't many become teachers for wrong motives, prestige, money, selfish ambition. Jesus condemns these false teachers. And we look at what Jesus said in Matthew 23. He says everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplaces and to have men call them rabbi. Listen to what Jesus says, Matthew 23, 23. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. And Jesus says in Luke 20, beware of the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. Such men will be punished most severely. And St. Paul tells us in Galatians 1, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. And he says in 1 Timothy 6, if anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who thinks that godliness is a means to financial gain. Let not many become pastors for wrong reasons. For they shall be judged by Christ more strictly. Teachers, friends, use tongue all the time. So they are liable to make many errors. Especially those pastors who are self-called. Not called and gifted and sent by Christ. Not saved and filled with the Holy Word and the Holy Spirit. This includes... A good number of 
evangelical seminary students and their professors. Jesus said in Matthew 12, But I tell you that men will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be judged. If anyone does not sin with the tongue, he is a perfect man. Even James acknowledges his failure in speech. Everyone sins with the tongue, even Christians. Therefore, friends, we must repent and receive forgiveness of God. Moses, a great man, spoke rash words. Psalm 106 for they rebelled against the spirit of God and rash words came from the lips of Moses and Peter replied he spoke rashly even if all fall away on account of you I never will and yet we know he denied three times our Lord Jesus Christ number two the power of the tongue James 3 3 to 6 it has power to bless or to destroy James says we can control a horse by bits and a large ship by a rudder the tongue, a small member of the body, makes great boastings of lies. It brags and boasts and exaggerates. James says, tongue is a fire, a world of evil. It defiles the whole person. And Jesus said, what goes into a man's mouth does not make him unclean, but what comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. The tongue sets the whole course of one's life on fire, says James. James says, this tongue itself in turn is set on fire from hell as I said either the devil controls your tongue your speech or the Holy Spirit controls the Bible friends is clear that every unbeliever is a child of the devil who is a liar and the father of all lies 2 Corinthians 4, 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. 
And St. Paul tells us in Ephesians 2, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the way of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. And Jesus said, now Jesus said, sir, John 8 and verse 44, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and father of all lies. You know, when you lie, the inspiration comes from the devil himself. A true believer, friends, is controlled by the Holy Spirit. That's why we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. A true believer is controlled by the Holy Spirit and so is able to speak the truth of the gospel. Number three, tongue is difficult to control. James 3, 7 and 8. Friends, man is created to subdue the earth, to rule over all creatures. Man, by common grace, can go to the moon. Friends, yet he is incapable of controlling himself, controlling his lusts, especially his tongue. James says no human being can control his tongue. James 3 verse 8, it is a restless evil. Full of deadly poison. Friends, tongue kills. Number four, our tongue shows doubleness. Chapter 3, 9 through 12. With our tongue, we praise God and curse people who are created in God's image. From the same mouth comes praise and curse. But you notice, the same spring cannot produce fresh water and salt water at the same time. A fig tree produces figs, not olives, because that is its nature. What you produce is based on your nature. An unbeliever can only sin. It is the believer who has the possibility and freedom to do what is right, to speak truth. A double-minded person is unstable in all his ways, James said. Number five, the master control who is the master of your heart? He controls you. Devil or the Holy Spirit. Don't come and tell me you are autonomous. There is no autonomy in the entire world. According to the Bible. 
either you are governed by the holy spirit or by the devil every unbeliever according to the holy bible is a sinner controlled by the devil he is pervasively sinful what does that mean he can only sin non posse non peccare he cannot do anything to please god so jesus said in matthew 15 for out of the heart come evil thoughts murder adultery sexual immorality theft false testimony lie slander these are what make a man unclean friends he has the nature of the devil so he does what the devil likes he does his father's will so psalm 14 verse 1 says the fool says in his heart what is it sir there's no god you go to the university and find out anyone would speak there is a god who created this world a god who controls this world and everything that happens in this world controlled by the infinite personal almighty god fool says in his heart there is no god and paul says in romans 8 verse 7 the sinful mind is hostile to god it does not submit to god's law nor it can submit to god's law and saint paul says in romans 3 their throats are open graves their tongues practice deceit the poison of vipers is on their lips their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness and jesus said in matthew 7 watch out for false prophets they come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ferocious wolves by their fruit you will recognize them do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles So Jesus said you must be born again you must be born from above born of the holy spirit you must have a new nature a new disposition a new heart you must become a new creation with a new mind will and affections then you will be able to think god's thoughts will god's will and feel the way god feels about all things then you will be filled with the holy spirit and delight in the holy scriptures not tolerate not endure but delight enjoy and when you stumble with your tongue the spirit of god will convict you of your sin and you will repent and receive god's forgiveness and we all need god's forgiveness friends let me tell you only a christian has the freedom not to sin 
freedom to obey God. Because he has been regenerated. James 1.18. Given a new nature. He repented of his sins. He trusted in Jesus Christ. He says our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. James 2 verse 1. He has been justified, forgiven of all his sins. He has become a child of God. He is in Christ. God is for him. He is indestructible, sir. How can anyone destroy you when you are in God, in Christ, in the Holy Ghost? The Holy Spirit now controls his life and his speech. Acts 2 and verse 4, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Paul says in Ephesians 5, do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery, instead be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Fill with the Spirit and speak. See the relationship. And Jesus said in Luke 12, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. From the scriptures, a child of God stores up good things in his heart. Out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth speaks words of life. So Jesus said in Luke 6.45, the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. Out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. False prophets, false pastors, false teachers, false seminary professors prophesy lies inspired by a spirit of lie. Remember Ahab's 400 false prophets. And we read in 1 Kings 22 verse 23. They prophesied by the inspiration of a, an evil spirit. Or Acts chapter 5, 3. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit? And have kept for yourselves some of the money you received for the land. Now you understand where the lie comes from when your husband lies to you, your wife lies to you, your children lies to you. Psalm 58 verse 3, even from birth the wicked go astray, from the womb they are wayward speaking lies. Are you a liar? That means you always lie. Are you a liar? Then you are demon controlled. 
Politicians must ask that question. Justices must ask that question. Governors must ask that question. Are you a liar? Then you are demon controlled when people are demon possessed. Demons speak through their mouths. You notice that? Did you notice that? Sir? But by the Holy Spirit we are able to control our tongues proclaiming the truth of the gospel. And so the Bible says, James himself says in chapter 1 verse 19, be quick to hear and what? Slow to speak. In other words, speak with understanding, with reflection. And James 1.26 says, if anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless, empty. He just talks, 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 talks. Psalm 39 verse 1, I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. We have the freedom to do that. Psalm 141 verse 3, there is the prayer of a righteous man set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. In other words, we must keep our tongue from speaking evil and then we pray, oh God, you help me. Psalm 34 says, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Friends, as believers in Jesus Christ, we use our tongue to witness to Jesus Christ, the only Savior of the world. But you will receive power after the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's tongue use, uh, proper tongue use. Romans 10, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? How can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Store up scriptures into your mind, into your heart. Let your heart be filled with the scriptures. So when you open your mouth, you speak the word of God. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to the Lord. And 2 Timothy 4, 2 says, preach the word. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel folk because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. St. Peter says, be shepherds of God's flock under your care. In other words, preach the word, preach the word, feed the people with the word of God, sir. And with our tongue, we worship God in confession, singing, praying, teaching, 
preaching, counseling, rebuking, correcting, blessing, and so on. That if you confess with your mouth what, sir, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Proper use of tongue. And we pray with our tongue. Ephesians 6 and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. The Hebrew writer says in Hebrews 13 verse 15, though through Jesus, therefore let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. And friends, when tempted by the devil, and we will be tempted every day, especially pastors get tempted. When tempted by the devil, we resist him by using the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, as Jesus himself did. Jesus answered, it is written. We resist the devil by the spirit and by the word. It is written. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus answered him again, it is written, do not put the Lord your God to test. Again, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Well, the unbeliever also confesses, isn't that true? Those who are outside of Jesus Christ, what is this kind? What is his confession? The fool says in his heart there is no God. The most stupid person on the face of the earth is an atheist. Because he is lying. And read my book on the book of Romans. He knows better. Revelation comes to him by creation, by conscience. And most clearly by the holy scriptures. He knows but he suppresses the truth by wickedness. Vast majority of the billions of people of the world use their tongue to curse the true God. But one day they all shall confess Jesus is Lord for the glory of God the Father. At that time, silence will not be an option. Friends, I counsel you, confess now with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and serve him all your life. And as believers, let us bear witness to Christ by our good confession and conduct. The question is, who controls your heart? He controls your speech. For out of the abundance of the heart, mouth speaks. If the devil controls your heart, you are in the majority who lie with the mouth saying, there is no God, no hell, no meaning, no purpose, no absolutes. 
Such people say, let us eat and drink and be merry, for tomorrow we die. They are, according to St. Paul, without hope and without God in the world. Friends, true believers are controlled by the Holy Spirit, and they glorify God and enjoy Him forever. So let us pay heed to the warning of Pastor James. Don't enter into ministry for all the wrong reasons, for prestige and for money. But if you are called, gifted, and sent by Christ, you must preach the gospel. According to Ephesians 4.11 and Acts 20 and verse 28, a true pastor teacher is a gift to the church sent by the ascended Christ and is appointed by the Holy Spirit to preach the word. And he has no choice but to preach the gospel. Study the calling of Moses, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel. Friends, in yourselves, we are unclean and unworthy. But don't worry, God will cleanse your heart and mouth and qualify you to preach the gospel boldly. And let me read to you from Isaiah 6. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar with it he touched my mouth and said see this has touched your lips your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for now I sent you to preach the gospel friends be controlled by the spirit and the word remember the words of Jesus and surely I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. Heavenly Father, I pray today that you regenerate some and grant them faith and repentance. That they may repent of their sins and confess Jesus Christ as Lord and rely on him. Save some. Lord, we pray that your people be filled with the Holy Spirit. That they may proclaim the gospel. That they may put their mouth for the right use to proclaim the gospel. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Help us, O Lord, to witness your glorious name. In Jesus' name, amen.